0: Welcome to Chasing Excellence, the informative, educational, and entertaining podcast series featuring positive and inspiring stories of entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Kathy Hogan.
1: Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to three phenomenal women who are out making a difference in the world through the organizations that they represent. First off is Ms. Andrea Barkley with Because One Matters, Bobby Menick with Beyond the Ribbon, and Melanie Connor with Rainbow Village. Welcome, ladies. So glad that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Are you glad you're here? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little bit of your background and how you got involved with the organization, what the basics are for the organization, and what your biggest needs are. So who wants to go first? Because One Matters. <laughs> one. Well, thank you, Number relevant. one. Okay. Andrea, you're up. Oh. Bata, bata. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. So Because One Matters started years and years ago, but I'm going to fast forward and talk about one day. I was in church one day at 12 Stone, and my pastor talked about if you can't do the big thing, do the small thing towards the big thing, and that's when God really spoke to me and said, hey, go do what I told you to do 20 years ago. So I reached out to Defacts and we spoke about doing something for the kids in foster care. So we started out with a carnival, and we just thought this was the best thing ever, but that was not what God had plan or in store for me to do. And then we started having birthday parties. Um, then we Expanded to doing Home for the Holidays where we serve the older kids, where we provide them full-course meals for Thanksgiving and Christmas in partnership with another nonprofit. We've expanded where we do Christmas parties, back-to-school events, and just recently we launched our clothing closet where the families could come in and shop for all their clothing, toiletry, toys uh, for the kids in foster care, those that are adopted out of foster care, and those that are in kinship care.
1: Okay, great, great. I've had the uh, pleasure of working out with uh, Andrea on some of these events, and uh, they do a fine job, so I can vouch for you today. Thank you. Ms. Melanie, how about you next?
0: Yeah, so um, Rainbow Village is a, I like to call it a transformational community. We are an organization that provides services for families experiencing homelessness, and we provide housing and a wealth of other services. So all the wraparound services is the language that's typically used, but that's mental health, financial, Uh, financial stability, well-being, all of the things that the families need to get back on their feet. Um, I got into this role because I worked in corporate America for a long time and really, really wanted to do something different. And so I decided, uh, I'd say I decided to step away. Actually, my company decided I was going to step away um, and go and do something different. And it was the perfect time to be able to do that. They were paying me for a year um, you know, and, and all the benefits and all that. So I had a, a full year to really just kind of be prayerful and think about what I wanted to do with my life from that point. So um, this opportunity actually came up because the former CEO, I met her several years ago, and she called me up out of the blue. Actually, she looked me up on LinkedIn after having not talked with her about in about 10 years. Um, looked, me up, looked me up on LinkedIn and said, hey, I'm retiring, not sure if you're interested. And I was like, where is Duluth? I don't know, I know you. <laughs> Um, but once I figured out where it was and we came up and the timing, you know, everything, and I say this all the time, but it was, it was definitely God's plan. Everything lined up to make it possible for, for us to be able to make this move. So, um, we packed up and, and moved to Duluth and, um, the rest is history as they say.
1: And how long have you been there?
0: Six years, oh, six, wow, six years in December. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: I remember when you came out and, yeah. uh, but I didn't realize it was six years ago. Oh, okay. Well, it's, okay.
0: you know, with COVID, it's like dog years. Oh, yeah, so you know. true. <laughs> yeah.
1: Nobody remembers anything from right. the last three years, right? right? Myself included. Okay, Miss Bobby, would you jump on in?
3: Yeah, so um, I'm Bobby Menig with Beyond the Ribbon, and I started Beyond the Ribbon six years ago. Um, my reason is because I was diagnosed with triple negative breast cancer 12 years ago. And... Um, So going through that journey, I was very fortunate in doctors, insurance, and my job support system. And I started volunteering with um, Susan G. Coleman, American Cancer Society, and at our infusion center. And I I come to find out not so many are as fortunate. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it just, you know... God said, "Hey, you got to go do this," and I was like, "What?" what?
1: There's a God theme here yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so nothing know, wrong with that.
3: Um, I've I been doing it. We started it with a group of other survivors, and you know, it's a blessing to be able to be a part of these uh, patients' journey because you know I'm there in the beginning when they're diagnosed, and um, I've been there when they've passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I become very close with their families. And it becomes, you know, just like these ladies, it's very personal. And uh, it's just, it's my mission and my passion, just like these ladies. And I love what they do. I've worked with Melanie a lot um, with some cancer patients that have come through her organization. Mm -hmm. And Andrea's program is, is also you know, just phenomenal. So I, I'm always blessed and love to be a part of organizations like this because we, we are our boots on the ground in Quinette. So
1: mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, community connectors. Amanda and I were talking about this the other day. There's such a, a great need out there for these sort of services, and a lot of people didn't even know they exist. So the fact that you are in it, and I, I'm trying to get you some more exposure, not that you haven't had a lot already, but never hurts to get more, right? Absolutely. Yeah? Right. Because let me tell you, when I joined the chamber five years ago, whenever it was, um, I went in with the idea of obviously expanding my business and making relationships, but on this, the backside of that was, it was gonna. I made it so that it would push me back into working with charities again, which I used to volunteer with a lot of charities. And the first person I hooked up with was this lovely lady here. And I said it was meant to be because yep. I told her. I don't know if you remember this or not, but I told you that. It's so funny I met you because I was thinking of getting involved with foster children. I remember wow. that. Yep. Yeah, so that was an added bonus for joining the chamber. Plug for the Gwinnett Chamber there. <laughs> now, Bobby, let's go back to you. Did you start the organization or did you join it? No, I started, you started it. it. Um, okay. We're
3: one hundred percent grassroots. Um, we, you know, what makes us a little different than other. Uh, organizations that will help cancer families is that um, we'll pay for prescriptions transportation meals uh, we did a back-to-school drive we adopt families for Christmas uh, it's you know th- when you have a cancer diagnosis it's more than just pay the rent mm-hmm. and pay the utility bill right Um, I had one family that contacted me, uh, the dad's a stage three pancreatic, uh, patient and he's in and out of the uh, ER every weekend where everybody knows how much gas is. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they reach out to me and say, can you help us with gas? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, absolutely. And the other thing is, is that we can respond, you know, quickly where it could be two to three weeks you know, to find help Mm -hmm. um, for this patient. And I think that's what makes us different, you know, the ladies here at the table.
1: Do you work through the Cancer Society to get the information out about your organization, or how do people know, you know, I I think I was telling you a couple of months ago I just lost a really good friend in, Mm -hmm. in January from cancer, and she really didn't know where to go for anything. And you would have been so helpful for her had I known Um, you know, what services that you offered and everything. So how do you get the word out about what you Um, do?
3: The majority of the patients that I get, I work extremely close with our social workers Mm -hmm. at Northside Gwinnett and Duluth. Um, So they do all the vetting for me, so I don't have to make patients jump through that hoop. Mm -hmm. And they're already in a crisis mode when they get to me. So I get most of the patients through them, but then just touching people in our lives, you know, people that I've connected with on my journey. Mm-hmm. They meet someone and they go, oh, hey, let me introduce you to Bobby. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically word of mouth.
1: Okay. Well, that's good to know. Melanie, tell us about Rainbow Village. I know you guys are getting ready to have a big gala. And I'll tell you, I know that because I follow you guys. And I used to volunteer (laughs) for that gala years ago. I did it about twelve years ago. I was on the planning committee for several years. It was a lot of fun, and I actually went to one one time. So it's a really good event to go to if you get an opportunity.
0: It's a a great event. You can still come. Yes, there's still time.
1: (laughs) I Uh, I think I committed the sin of saying I volunteered. Yes, (laughs) yes.
0: So October seventh, yes, is the biggest fundraiser of the year for us, Mm -hmm. Um, and we've been, you know, very, very blessed to raise a good, good gob of money to be able to help the families that we serve. So October 7th at the um, Atlanta Athletic Club, if there are people out there listening, if it's before um, October 7th, rainbowvillage.org is where you want to go, so that you can get your tickets.
1: Okay,
2: great, great. Andrea, I know you do some events too. Do you have anything coming up? We don't have any fundraisers coming up, but we are planning our Christmas party for the children that we serve, so we're doing a big skate Breakfast, escape breakfast, Christmas party okay. for them in December. And are you still doing the uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner things? Yes, and we're yeah. still doing Home for the Holidays. Oh, I do. I did forget. We do have a fundraiser coming up. I'm sorry, Lucretia. Uh-oh. <laughs> She's
0: gonna come get uh,
2: you. Our Fun Fit Day fundraiser that is to benefit our Home for the Holidays. It, it will be at Alexander Park. Mm-hmm. Um, we have registration online, so go to becausewhatmatters.org, and you can register. Mm-hmm. Or just show up at Alexander Park on October 25th at 9 a.m. Can you go into a little bit more detail?
1: I know how you do this, but tell people what that consists of, the Home for the Holidays thing.
2: So the Home for the Holidays is we partner with another nonprofit, and we provide full-course meals for those young adults that are aging out of foster care. We provide the meals for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, This year, actually, for the last three years, we've had a chef that volunteered her time, and she prepares all the meals. And so we have volunteers that deliver the meals to these young adults In addition to the meals, we do grant them their Christmas wishes, Christmas decorations, and just make sure that they have a really good Christmas in their own home. Mm -hmm. Do you help with uh, furnishings and things like that too? We do not, but the nonprofit that we partner with, they do. She provides them um, Yes for Youth, and she provides them with housing, life skills, and all that. So we just come alongside Mm -hmm. her and support her in making sure that these young adults have a really great, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay.
1: And how long have you had? How long have you been doing these programs? I know you've told me, but I can't. We've been around
2: for eight years. years. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. And okay, let's jump on forward. What is your greatest need for your organization? What would help you? (laughs) Well, you know, we can all answer that one. Yeah. One 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 for money. Money. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, money. The
3: money.
1: (laughs) If it's not money oriented, what would it be? Do you have volunteer opportunities? Or Uh, oh yeah,
3: I would say volunteer opportunities. Give us an example. Always. Um, Well, we have a car show coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a golf tournament, and we have a five k. And then, like Andrea, we also adopt the families. So, you know, if you want to go shopping Mm -hmm. for our families, we get together and wrap the presents, and then deliver. So yeah, there's always an opportunity. Okay,
0: Melanie, what about you? Yeah, so we have a variety of opportunities for volunteers. um, Whether you want to do heavy lifting or you're moving furniture into the apartments and spreading mulch in the you know Mm -hmm. on the yard, but specifically right now we are looking for individuals to serve as mentors. Uh, We're looking for mentors for both our adults and our children. Mm -hmm. So we're partnering. We're going to partner. I just met this man the other day. So, yeah, we're partnering. Um, (laughs) Whether he knows it or not. He (laughs) doesn't know it, yeah. But we're going to be partnering with uh, Gwinnett County Public Schools. They have their community mentoring program, and that program allows the mentors to go into the schools with the kids and work with them and all that I know you're familiar with that Andrea um, and so we're going to be looking for that with our uh, some, with some of our children mm-hmm. and then for the adults we'll be looking for mentors both male and female uh, to work with the uh, the adults and the family so, it's a one-to-many mentoring. So if I am a um, if I'm a resident of Rainbow Village, I may have three or four mentors that are working specifically with me, mm-hmm. and that's because that brings a different. Uh, you know, all have different worldviews, backgrounds, um, experience, connections, all those things, and that brings in creates a little village within the village, and so it gives them an opportunity to have that support and that will start about six months before they move out of Rainbow Village, and we're asking for a year commitment. So six months before they move out, and then about six months after they move out. Mm -hmm. Because what we have found is that we put a lot of energy and effort and resources into supporting the families. And then when they leave, they're frightened Mm -hmm. um, because they've had all this support, and now all of a sudden we're saying bye-bye. And so we're looking for ways to make sure that we're undergirding the work that we're doing um, and making sure that it's it's holding, it's sticking. Mm -hmm. And these mentors will be able to help us do that.
1: Okay,
2: great. Okay, for us, we've got a couple things that we our greatest needs are. We are launching it's something called Duffel Mania, where individuals or organizations can sponsor purchasing a duffel bag and fill it in with the items that we need that we provide to the kids that are coming into foster care. Mm-hmm. So if a company wants to sponsor 10 duffel bags, we'll give them a specific age group, uh, newborn to 2T or 5T to um, – another age group, or teenagers. So if they want to do that, we're definitely doing that. It's called Duffel Mania. We're also looking for organizations or individuals to donate gift cards. Mm-hmm. The teens are not coming into the closet to shop because they want specific things. So what we've done is that um, Katie and her team, they are, we're providing duffel bags with toiletry, but including that bag, we're giving the teens a $75 gift card so they could go out and shop for their own okay Items that they want. For
1: those people that w- that would want to be involved in that, do you give them a list of things to put in it? Yes. Is it specific? Yes. It's down here you said size, and I know it'll how be, it'll that works. It be based
2: but. on size. So, for example, if we're doing a 2T uh, to 5T, it would include three new outfits mm-hmm. a toiletry, meaning toothpaste, toothbrush, lotion, shampoo, uh, two pajamas, washcloth, bath towels, a toy, a book. Uh, so that's what we would include in the duffel bags.
1: Just not white towels. Just not out. white <laughs> towels, yes. Right. No white towels.
2: <laughs> I thought, oh, <laughs> white is so <laughs> basic. And Andrea
1: said, uh, we don't no. use white towels. Well, we don't get so I white
2: towels, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Well, what are your plans for the next year? What, what do you look to see your, your organization do or accomplish? Or I guess just project where you see yourself in another
2: year. Melanie, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey,
0: I'm happy to talk about where we're trying to go. Okay. So, uh, we are actually. I have. Uh, we currently have 30 apartments on our on our complex. Mm-hmm. We have under contract right now the lot next door to us, and we're trying to build 36 additional units of housing. So it would more than double the number of families that we're able to serve. Uh, Still right there in downtown Duluth, and so we're really excited about that. So I will be really, really busy, um, but really, really excited about the opportunity to serve more families. So, um, you know, hopefully have opportunity to come back here again and talk more about it so that, you know, as we make progress and tell folks how they can get involved in that as well. Okay, great.
1: Bobby.
3: Wow. Um, you know, it's just more programs, mm-hmm. more opportunities for our families to come together. Uh, we do support groups, and we've done retreats. So I'm really going to increase those for them.
1: Tell me about the retreats. I haven't heard that before.
3: Yeah, so I'm super excited. I'm always like, let's try something outside of the box. Mm-hmm. So last weekend, there were 18 of us. Mm-hmm. It was all free to our patients. And uh, we went to Lake Lanier, and we were right there on the lake. We had uh, Dr. Derek do stretching, and then they went out in a dragon boat and paddled, oh, did paddling on the lake. <laughs> and then they came back, and we did yoga under the trees right there on the water. And then we had a light lunch, and, and they got to connect. And I know that's very important for someone who's diagnosed mm-hmm. with cancer as just being able to connect with another individual because we get it. We, we understand your fears and you know, if you can just like breathe Mm -hmm. and, and just be in the moment and enjoy life because we, we also have a lot of metastatic moms Mm -hmm. and there's no cure for that. Mm -hmm. So for them to come out um, with their mate or by themselves um, and just, Just be, Mm -hmm. it's very important, because you you know you can't take life for granted, Mm -hmm. and uh, every day is very important.
1: I can relate to that, back to my friend that passed away. Uh, She went through several bouts of breast cancer, and then it got really bad towards the end. She went through everything. Everything you can do, she went through. And at the end, she said, I would call her and I'd say, what can I do for you today? Do you need me to bring dinner? Do you need me to bring lunch? What can I do? She would say, can you just come by and talk to me? Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about cancer today. Yep. And that's kind of along the line of what you just said. Yeah. They they just want to be normal for one day yes. to where that's not weighing down. And I can understand yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah, that's good that you do. Was that a one-day thing or a weekend? Yeah, it was what? just
3: an afternoon uh-huh. thing. Okay. Uh, we've done it over at the Hudgens. They're a great partner hours and Mm -hmm. we're looking at doing a wholeness and wellness event next year so anything that they can do to just be in the moment get their mind right and be able to fight for their lives Mm -hmm. and and however I can do that I let them kind of guide me and say what would you like to do and I'll just, you know, I'll try and go out and make it happen. Do they do support
1: groups through your uh, organization? Yes, I actually brainstorm? do one.
3: Yeah, once a month we do that mm-hmm. um, over at Northside Hospital Gwinnett. Um, it's, it's just so helpful to be with another survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn more from one another than what we can really learn from the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, just because knowledge is power, being your own advocate, just like for you know your families, that's what it's all about. And just being able to connect and say, "I've been there. It's okay. You're gonna you're gonna get through this." And that's more of a
1: personal touch. It's not so clinical. Yes, mm-hmm. you know they're they're filling their brains with chemical anything, clinical, chemical, yeah. whatever, and they just want to stop. Yes. You'd think I'm running the place because I know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I went through this with her for six years, so mm -hmm, I, you know, I I got well-versed on something I didn't really know I needed to be versed on, but you sure would have been a big help to her. We're coming back to you since you skipped over and threw it on Miss Melanie. Okay.
2: (laughs) So this um, September, we launched a club called the Clarion Club in Barrow County. Um, We'll be in all the middle and High Schools in Bexar County. So for next year, we will be recruiting more facilitators to come in and work with the students. It's a life skill club, so it's not a mentoring program. It's a life skill club that um, talk to the students about life. Mm -hmm. You know, what is it that they want to do after they graduate high school? It could be that they want to go to college. So we have a college readiness program. We have a workforce readiness program. Uh, program we have bullying as one of our programs. We have um, teaching them about nonprofits. So their assignment at the beginning of the school year is that they have to identify a nonprofit mm-hmm. and go out and work with that nonprofit and identify need and, and service that need. It's a year-long program for them. So um, we have nine different subject areas that we work with the students on, and so we'll be recruiting more facilitators for that because our goal is to be in all the middle and high schools in Barrow County. And another thing that we are working on currently and hoping that by the end of next year we'll be able to implement is to get a larger space. We have a clothing closet, and Kati and her volunteers are doing an awesome job. But we're running out of space. We have a clothing closet, and then we have a storage unit. And it just doesn't make sense that we have two places. So we're looking for a larger location, whether that is a rental or a purchase, where so we're looking at that. And also, finally, being able to pay some people oh. in the organization. <laughs> so we're working on we're that. We're back so. to that money thing. Oh, yes, we're back <laughs> yeah. to that money thing because that's important. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, I understand. Uh, uh, you said it wasn't mentoring, but do the
2: what did you call them, facilitators? The, uh, facilitators, Do yeah. they go
1: into the schools or do yes. they meet the kids one-on-one? No,
2: they go into the schools. Like right now we are in Appalachia High School. That is our first school that we're in. Mm-hmm. And so the facilitators come in and they meet with the student once a month. So if it's finance... We will talk to them, the facilitator will talk to them about maybe it's banking, you know, how to manage your finance or what it takes to own an apartment or a home. A lot of kids think that the only thing that you have to do when you have an apartment is pay your rent. Yeah. Oh. They don't realize this. <laughs> a lot of adults think that. Uh, she yeah, that. Exactly. Or buy, a house or or buy magically gets paid. Right. Yeah. yeah, so part of that right. is that the facilitator will come in and talk to them about that. On the weekend, then we'll take them to a bank and help them open a savings account. Um, and we've partnered, we're have we going to partner with Peach state um, Federal Credit Union mm-hmm. to do the banking for the students. So we'll take them into the bank, get them that experience experience open a bank account, um, encourage them, give them incentives, so if they um, make sure that they, if they put 10% of, if they do, you know, any kind of work and they get $10, mm-hmm. if they put 10% of that $10 into the savings account, the student with the most Money at the end of the school year will also give them some additional money on that. So it's just teaching them how to be responsible and also teaching them about the nonprofit sector because a lot of yeah, we we polled them at our first meeting and, and said, "What do you know about nonprofits?" and they knew nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let them know there's a whole industry that they could get involved with and even serving back to giving back to their community. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Question for both Melanie and Andrea, when you're talking about
1: these um, mentors and facilitators, does any of that uh, include financial education? Because we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and I've always said they don't teach that in school. And that's why a lot of people get in trouble, you know, early or late. Yes. And it needs to be required. So are you guys incorporating yes. any of that into the program? Finance is
2: definitely included in ours, okay. yeah.
0: Yeah, but. we do as well. I mean, even with our adults and our children. So mm-hmm. we with the adults, it's a key part of it for them. So they have to have a savings account. They save 30% of their income. They, you know, our, our key... Indicators are for us to, is to help them increase their income, decrease their debt, increase their credit score. So we're looking at those three things. And we're starting also to work with the kids because what we found is, you know, we have a 34, 38-year-old woman who doesn't know anything about our finances. Um, they don't understand credit. They don't understand the importance of a credit score. Um, they don't understand uh, interest. If you ask them, well, how much are you paying? What, what interest rate do you have on that car? Like, I don't know. <laughs>
2: um,
0: so you know, really want to make sure that they understand. But but like you said, though, they're not teaching it in school, mm-hmm. and so we want to find some creative ways to not only get to the teenagers, but also to the younger kids, because the younger we start, absolutely, the, the better yeah. it will be. So finding little ways to help them, um, you know, earn money. We're looking at looking at using the um, the green light cards mm-hmm. that they can get. So we put money on it as they earn things. And then um, if they're anything like my kids, they don't like to spend their money. They want to spend your yours. Yes. <laughs> right. uh, but, well, yours
2: is theirs, right? Yes, exactly.
0: But, but just providing them some options and opportunities to do that.
2: Okay. And that's exactly why we are trying to do that in the schools, because we want to, when they get to be an adult, that they really understand. Absolutely. Um, because I was talking to a young man, and we were talking, and was like, I don't want to go to college. I just want to go work. And I was like, okay. He's like, I'm going to get my own apartment. And I'm like, well how much does your apartment cost? And he's like, I have a job at McDonald's, you know, and if I get my apartment, I said, well, what about water, light, you know, Oh, I have to pay for that? He's like, I thought that was included in the apartment, the rent. I was like, no. So, you know, it's really, that's what the Clarion Club is about, is really teaching them, getting them ready for adult to mm-hmm. be an adult is and you have to start I really strongly believe that you really need to start at least at the middle school level yeah um, it's
0: about, so I went to Coleman Middle School they've uh, given me opportunity a couple times to cover and speak to all the sixth graders and you know I'm not really a kid person like that, but I did it. Um, Well, they're a different creature. It's a different kind of thing. But they all were looking for, um, they were supposed to be working on a project about homelessness. So Mm -hmm. that's why I I was invited. And so part of the exercise that I did with them was to ask them, well, what kind of house do you want? How much is your house going to cost? And all that. Of course, they all had to outdo each other, but they all started like, Five million, five million, ten million, you know, three point one mid. million, and so I said, "That's great." How much money do you think you're going to be making, or that you'll need to make in order to do that? So I asked one of the kids. He said, "Oh, probably about twenty five k," and I was like, okay. your house payment, yeah, <laughs> right." So he's got so,
1: some insight on something I don't. And clearly, I'm going to call this kid right.
0: So it's just you know, but but to the point is that they don't fully understand it. So yeah. the more we can do to educate them early. Yes, the better.
1: absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. I don't know why they, ne- they never started that. So yeah, we're on a mission to teach finance to kids in grade school or at least middle school. Well, ladies, I am so glad you came today and I appreciate everything you're doing. Um, you guys reminded me of a saying, one of my favorite sayings, and it just relates to what you're out there doing. And it is the world is full of dreamers and the world is full of doers. But what the world really needs is dreamers who are also doers. And you guys are out there being dreamers who are also doers. So I appreciate that.
0: Well, thank you okay. for thank having you. us. Yeah. It's great.
1: Okay. Well, this is Chasing Excellence, and I'm your host, Kathy Hoken. And as always, stay fearless, friends. Until next time. Bye bye.